Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Podcast. You have everything inside you to live your life on purpose. Just click your heels, step into your Ruby Slippers and head home to yourself. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning back in to a new episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. I am stoked to have you here. Always grateful uh, that you chose to put me in your ears today, so thank you very much. My name is Rosie, for those of you that don't know me, and I will be talking to you today about why I keep getting back up after I get knocked down. And I think that topic is really relevant in relation to your ruby slippers because sometimes you might be wearing them. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, ruby slippers is about living life on purpose, making conscious choices, being aware of what you do and don't want and actually standing in that every single day, even when you're scared. And sometimes when you're doing that, or let's be honest, all the time when you're doing that, you get knocked down, right? You come up against family or friends or businesses or society and you get knocked down. It can be really hard when you're first getting into this and even when you're experiencing it, to be completely honest, it's really hard to get back up when you're copying judgment and you're worrying about what other people think, et cetera, et cetera. So the reason why I keep getting back up is because my reason for living like this is bigger than me. It's not just about me. I'm not just doing this so that I can say, hey, I live on purpose. What do you do? Like, It's not about me at all. I truly, truly believe that I'm here to help other people and that me getting back up is about a bigger purpose, a bigger thing, I guess, that I'm putting out in the world. And I didn't realize until last year that I mean, I always thought of myself as an Australian citizen, but I never really grasped the concept global citizen. I was always concerned with what was happening in my little community or in my country. But last year I had an experience that blew my mind and made me realize that actually I am a global citizen and that I have a responsibility to the world to make sure that what I'm doing with my life is benefiting it in a positive way for the short amount of time that I'm actually here. So I'll give you a little bit of a story on how that happened to me because it's impacted me in a huge way and it's going to shape how I move forward with myself and my business. So last year I was lucky enough to go on a trip to Necker Island. That was with Business Chicks, uh, Emma Isaacs organized that retreat and she invited me to come. So we flew out from Australia and did the almost 24-hour trip over to uh, the States and then to Puerto Rico and then onto an island called Totola and then from Totola on a boat over to Necker Island. And it was the most amazing experience of my life, to be honest. But what I wasn't expecting was to be so touched and blown away that I would come back with a completely different outlook on life. And part of the retreat was that Emma organized a bunch of speakers, like really high profile, successful women that are doing a lot of good stuff in the world. And one of the speakers that came, her name was Dr. Samantha Nutt. And Sam is the founder of a organization called War Child. And she goes into war zones around the world and works with 
the victims of the wars. So specifically she's done a lot of work in Africa uh, and in the Congo and she was talking to us about that. And prior to her presentation, I actually had no idea about a lot of this stuff that was going on. Like I kind of knew, I think we all know, right? We all know, you know, there's bad stuff over there and there's wars and they kill each other and blah, blah, blah. We know that we have this privileged life with clean water and food and, and that other people don't. Like we know that, but her presentation and some women that I met over there just made me grasp it on a whole new level and seeing some stuff for myself as well. So Sam was telling us about guns and the countries that profit off guns and the countries that are being massacred from the guns and she put up a really powerful chart where the countries that were profiting were in green and the countries that were dying were in red and only one country overlapped and that was the states with equally profiting and people dying. But the rest of the countries that were were experiencing the death from gunfire were a lot of the underdeveloped countries in the world. Sam shared a story about a woman that came into her office named Nadine. And it's a very graphic story. So if you've got anyone with little ears listening to this, I'd probably either pause it or put some earbuds in now because it's pretty, it's pretty full on. Let Rosie guide you to find your ruby slippers and learn how to use them. www.rosienanny.com Nadine was in her office and this was in the Congo, right? So the Congo is where there's a lot of war, a lot of mutilations, a lot of gang rapes. It's where they train little boys to be child soldiers where they're like armed with guns and they're drugging them and teaching them to shoot from, you know, when they start walking. And Nadine was in her office and she was looking at the stuff in Sam's office and she said to Sam, your people, your people where they're from, do they know what happens here? And Sam said, yes, yes, they do. And she said, so your people, they know, and yet they don't come. No one comes to help us. And Sam looked at us and she said, what could I say? She said, because it's true, we all do know, and no one's flying over there to do anything about it, really. And Sam's response was, yes, we do know, but everyone's very distracted. And a lot of those distractions come in the form of media, celebrities, what so-and-so is having for dinner on Facebook, you know, all that just stuff that really doesn't matter that we consume our lives with. And what I didn't know was that inside of your phone, so if you have an Apple iPhone now or a Mac or any kind of device, there is a mineral in there called coltan and coltan is essential for it to work. And the place where the majority of the coltan in the world comes from is the Congo. And that is the areas, Sam showed us on a map, the areas where the majority of mutilation, gang rapes and deaths are in the Congo are where the coltan is mined. Then Nadine looked back at Sam knowing that the reason why the deaths are happening in her country are for the coltan. And she looked at Sam and she said to her, all this, all this that happens to us, all this, we die for nothing. It's all for you. 
And I can still hear Sam saying that because it hit me like a knife in the middle of my chest because what I haven't told you about Nadine is Nadine was gang raped by five young boys who held a gun to her while they all took their turn. And while she was being raped, one of them sliced off the soles of her feet so that she couldn't run. And I kind of had this moment where I was sitting there listening to this and I was like, so this is what's happening to these people in order for us to have our phones and have our devices and we don't even know about it, we don't care about it and oh, after I was told that, it just really shook me to my core. I was like, I've got to do something, I've got to do something. Like I can't just sit back and use my phone, use my computer and not do anything. And then there were some more speakers uh, and they were from the island of Tortola and on that island there's – approximately population of 40,000 and 25% of the women on Tortola are living in domestic violence situations with nowhere to escape. So there's one place they can go to and they can get reprieve for five days and then they have to go back into the environment they were living in. When I found that out, I was just like, <laughs> what, like how is this happening and we don't know about it? And so I have been in a domestic violence uh, relationship myself. Thankfully for me, it wasn't a physically violent one. Although at times when I was going through a lot of the emotional isolational and financial abuse, I kind of had days where I was like, I just wish that I could get hit and then I could leave because then I'd have a physical proof of, of what I was going through. Anyway, off topic after listening to their stories and seeing these women and when I say domestic violence, like I could see the scars on their body. One of them had a limb missing. Uh, One of them had been to jail for two years because she tried to protect herself when her husband was trying to kill her and she retaliated in self-defence and then had to spend two years in jail and just this stuff. And then uh, we were listening to Piper, who is the author of Orange is the New Black. She was one of the speakers out there as well. She was talking about the rate of women that are, have been put in j- jail in America but also in Australia as well and that it's happening 90, 92%, I think, of women that go into jail have gone into jail after they have experienced some form of abuse or trauma. And I'm just listening to all of this and I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> it was a lot, you know, and you might even be listening to this going, I just want to turn this off because that's just too much to even process. But I really encourage you just to hang tight for another five minutes, okay? Want more tools to help you live your purpose daily? Don't leave your ruby slippers on the shelf. Click your heels at www.rosynerney.com and check out her free online course now. If you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to a podcast, if you have a device, if you have access to the internet, you are living in a privileged country. What you can do is not live a life via default. You can live a life on purpose. Sam said at the end of her talk, she was talking about ways that we could help because we're all sitting there going, what can we do? What can we do? And she said, honestly, probably the biggest thing that you can do is empower women because when women are educated and when women are empowered, when women know they have other options, they don't keep living in situations and having babies like they do in the Congo and areas like that. They're educated and they get up and they 
rebuild a life for themselves and their kids. So the biggest thing you can do is empower women. So that's what I want to do is show up in a way, no, I can't go over there and, and rescue them and stop the wars and all that kind of stuff, but I can do my little part in my little part of the world and hopefully by doing that I can inspire someone else to do their little part and together we can all come together and be a bigger part of of helping heal so much pain and trauma that's happening in the world. And that's why I get back up because it's not just about me. It's so much bigger than me and I know that and I believe that and I was teaching at an event uh, the other weekend and I was talking to the people at the event about how to push through obstacles and how to keep going when um, when stuff sucks, basically. And I said, what do you want to do? Like when you're lying on your bed as an old granny, hopefully, it's coming to the end of your life, what do you want to be doing? Do you want to be lying there with a whole ton of, oh, I wish I had, a, oh, gosh, I should have done that, blah, 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 blah. Or do you want to be lying there reminiscing on the most wonderful, incredible, amazing, purposeful life and knowing that whatever you do in whatever capacity it is, that you're going to leave behind something that actually makes a difference, whether that be you be the most present, amazing mother in the world and you raise the most incredible children or you're an amazing gardener and you've provided the most beautiful flowers for your community or just doing something on purpose, doing stuff that lights you up, doing something that makes a difference, not contributing to the toxicity and the gossip and just the trauma that's in this world. How do you want to feel when you're lying there? Because you're all going to get there at some point or another. What do you want to be thinking? What do you want to be feeling? And, you know, it might be, oh, gosh, Rosie, that's a little bit deep. Well, you know what? My mum's right there, is there right now, okay? My mum is very sick. She has been. She doesn't know who I am anymore. And she started getting sick at the age of 48. So you just never know when your number's going to be up. And as much as I miss her and as horrible watching her go through her experience has been, Honestly, it's the biggest gift that she's ever given me because I get how precious life is now and I value it so much, so, so, so much. And I don't want to waste it. I don't want to waste it fighting or bickering or gossiping or I'm just like, is this something I want to be lying on my deathbed saying, gosh, really glad I did that. It was a really great conversation talking about blah, blah, blah and this other person and what kind of house they live in or car they drive. Like, is that is that what I want to be lying on my deathbed going, awesome? Or do I want to be lying there going, I went on these amazing holidays with my family, the beautiful memories I've created. I inspired my kids to dream big. I've helped these people in this community. Like, you know, that's what I want to be lying there thinking. I want to be lying there going, oh, just so good. And being able to look back at photos of the amazing life that I led and when my grandkids or great grandkids if I'm lucky enough come and visit me showing them what that life looked like so that's why I keep getting back up because I don't think about like just being a citizen for my local town or anything like that I believe that I'm a global citizen and I believe that I'm here I believe that we are all here to leave a positive impact on the world and to be of service to the community because man, we need it right now. There is so much trauma and pain happening in our world and we need more people to become aware, to live on purpose 
and to be contributing to the healing of the world, not the breaking down of the world. And depending on what comes out of your mouth and what choices you make, you're contributing to one or the other. So just decide what you want to contribute to and then choose that every single day. That's what living in your ruby slippers is all about. Wearing them, knowing you've got them because you've all got them and then choosing to live a life on purpose. I hope that that has helped. I hope you found some nuggets in there. If you did, please share it. Make sure you head over to whatever platform you're listening on and rate me. I'd be so grateful. And I will see you or hear you or catch you (laughs) on the next episode. Rosie loves kicking up her heels in her ruby slippers. To help her with her purpose, rate and review us wherever you listen. 